Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. I'm a success today because I had a friend who believed in me and I didn't have the heart to let him down. Abraham Lincoln. So hello, everybody. This is Lucy, not Abraham Lincoln. And first off, I want you to know that I believe in you. And I'm super excited about the journey that we're going to continue to take to help you be more profitable, successful, abundant, everything your heart desires. I am super excited today to have my guest, William Bay. He is the chief entrepreneur at Flaunt Sites, and we'll tell you more about what that is. The reason I wanted to have him in one of my first podcasts is because in order to be profitable, people need to find us. And a great way, I'm sure William will agree, is through search engine optimization. And that is his superpower to set that up and to train people on how to do that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a superpower for sure. Yeah. Yes. So for over a decade, William has taught photographers and non-photographers alike how to properly implement SEO in their sites. On a typical day, he'll be immersed in code, dissecting ranks, whatever that means, or sneaking <laughs> in a quick yoga session between client calls. When he's not photographing or SEOing, he's dreaming about surfing the perfect peeling reef break of Bali. Or he might also be laughing or he might be going down to Imperial Beach and actually surfing rather than dreaming of it. And I know personally, (laughs) because I've, I've donned my wetsuit and my boogie board and jumped in the ocean at the same time. So you can tell he's a pal of mine and he is brilliant. Oh, well, thank you, Lucy. Yeah, so welcome, William. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yes, yes, I'm excited as well because, yes, we do go back a few years here. Well, more than a few. I think I moved back to San Diego in 09, and I think we met somewhere around then. Yep. Instant friends. Uh, So give me an overview of yourself and your background. Yeah, yeah. So... My background, so I, I mean, how far back do you want to go? I was born in Japan. I moved to Imperial Beach when I was about two years old. So Imperial Beach is a, a small town here in San Diego. And unfortunately, we're, it's kind of known for the smelly water that's coming out of the Tijuana River Valley right now. So there's... Thanks for sharing that. One of the, <laughs> yeah, one of the photo projects I'm working on because I am a photographer as well. A but, good, uh, beautiful art. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, got a... a project i'll be actually speaking in front of this ivy city council here soon yeah so i grew up in imperial beach here in san diego and you know started photographing when i was 14 started surfing same time and uh that's like 28 29 years ago now something around like that i can't do maths (laughs) as a photographer I, i went from you know fine art and that sort of thing into portrait and weddings and i shot weddings for a while and during that time i was building my own websites and learning about SEO, that sort of thing. And, and then I stopped shooting a lot of weddings. I stopped shooting 
for client work. And I, I ended up doing more and more websites and SEO for other photographers that I knew. And this became a very, you know, kind of a, uh, a, a big thing and became my primary thing. I had switched from doing architecture, which is my, you know, professional background into, you know, photography and then doing website development and, and SEO. And so around 2000, 2011 or so, I, I started a, a company called Flaunt Your Site. And that's evolved into something I call Flaunt Sites now, which is doing like templatized websites for photographers. And then we do a, an SEO training as well called Get Noticed by Flaunt Sites. Nice. Yeah. So SEO, like how... SEO. SEO. <laughs> what I is people, SEO? <laughs> I, people get calls all the time or people promising mm. that they're going to get them number one, two, and three. I did make that mistake. Uh, it was through the yellow pages, so it sounded legit that they mm-hmm. were going to get me a lot of calls and a lot of traffic, and of course, a zip zero nada nothing. So, so yeah. Uh, if someone was to hire an SEO person to do things for them instead of the work themselves, what would they be looking for? What would they want to know? Well, I'd like to address the the, the phone calls that everyone gets. Those are scams, you know. Those yes. are usually they're they're people trying to milk you for a couple hundred or you know five hundred bucks a, a month, and what they do is they set up uh, unique pages that aren't your website, and they'll take information from you. They'll set up these uh, they're kind of like little microsites, and they'll use Google AdWords. So they'll take part of that money that you're you're giving them, and they'll do Google AdWords, and it will show up on you know like on the websites or on, on the Google searches when you do a search for whatever term, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, usually they, they do it. So it's really non-competitive terms, like uh, not something like your city and wedding photographer or something like that. They're usually doing it for your name or something where mm. you know it's super easy to rank for, but th- I mean, they're complete scams. So, you know, they, right. they, they do, what they say they're going to do, which is they get you on the first page of some search, but it's not usually the ones that's going to bring you uh, business. And uh, so like, if you get those calls and, you know, just hang up on them, don't. Yeah. don't. <laughs> so what do people who are the real deal do and how can you spot them? Like you well, they're usually charging upwards of you know, a thousand to two thousand dollars a month. You know, the like a real uh, SEO, like a real search engine optimizer, optimizer okay. expert, they charge upwards of a thousand to two thousand dollars a month, and and that may not even include you know like what, what what's called link building. So you'll have your on-site SEO, and then you'll have your off-site SEO, which is gaining links from other sources. <laughs> You've got my eyeballs rolling in the back of my. I know, yeah, rolling in the back so, of my so head. <laughs> why, why don't I step back so I can so I can yes. kind of explain what the what those things are? So SEO at the foundational level is usually comprised of two separate things, and that's we think of it as in terms of on site and off site. So things that we control on site are uh, things like your content, the technical structure of the site. If you're on a like Squarespace or you know WordPress, the the technical 
aspects of those two sites are going to be different, right? And then, then there's the content, your words, the photos, all of that has an impact on how the search engines find your information, right? So just to summarize, the first step is to have your website be really powerful so that the search engines find your content and and that people that are looking for what you do mm-hmm. will find you number one from from the power of your website and I assume any blogs or anything like that that are, are included in all of that mm-hmm. yeah okay. I, I think I think of blog uh, like you know people having blogs I, I think of it as just another section of the website right so people have this kind of old mentality sometimes of having a website and a blog um, as two separate entities but yeah I, I've been building you know websites that include the blog as just a separate section of the website for I mean since 2010 2000 well before that probably okay I have a quick question so back when dinosaurs roamed the earth back uh, way back when flash <laughs> roamed the world yeah. yes and we just put a thousand keywords hidden. And mm-hmm. that used to be the thing. Is that still a thing? No, no. Um, yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, hidden text. Uh, <laughs> the same, the same color as the background. Right. Uh, uh, no, that was. Uh, yeah, man, that was like when we had portfolio sites and stuff like that, and you have these portals. And man, those are the days. Yeah, it was like around two thousand seven. Okay. Yeah. So that doesn't work anymore. So on your site, what does work? Yeah. So going back to the on-site and off-site thing. So you have the on-site thing, like the content, right? On-site, what works is good content. Good content with with words that people are searching for. Okay. So this is, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, I just put content. And, you know, I put, you know, San Diego wedding photographer on every page. Well, that doesn't really work, you know, because searches page specific versus site specific. So if you put San Diego wedding photographer on all your pages, then all those pages are competing with each other to get in the ranks when someone does a search for San Diego wedding photographer. Google's only going to usually, I mean, there are, you know, other cases where, you know, multiple pages get served up in different searches. But if you do a search for, I mean, we'll just stick with San Diego wedding photographer the listeners will get bored with the search term. But <laughs> so if you do a, if someone does a search for San Diego wedding photographer, they'll get a bunch of listings or, you know, like SERP, we call SERPs, the search engine ranking positions, right? So that you'll get a number of different, you know, websites. Uh, they're usually web, like the home pages, but they can be uh, sub pages as well, right? They could be like, like WilliamBay.com or Lucy, you know, uh, LucyDumas.com slash wedding photography, right? It could be a sub page. So it's not, it's not returning your site. It's returning a page. Okay. When does someone does a Google search? Okay. And so if all of your pages say the same thing, then which one do you, is, you know, Google supposed to return, right? Okay. So the moral of the moral of the story is each page have valuable words but not the same, mm-hmm. not repetitive yeah. in, in the same direction. 
what we call that is is having like a a, a focus keyword on each page. Okay. Right? So when you're kind of laying out your your pages, the contents of your website, you think what is this page for, right? Like, what is the purpose of this page? Okay. Uh, it could be contact, which that's fine. It doesn't really need to be, doesn't necessarily need to be in the search results, right? You know, someone can easily go to lucygilmas.com and find your contact info. That doesn't necessarily need to be in the search engine, right? So you don't necessarily need to focus on that. But hey, it's contact. But what, you know. but what, I, what do I need to focus on then on the contact page? Just contact. Like, I mean, it's it, whether it's in the you know, search results or not, doesn't really matter. But like a page like your information on wedding photography or uh-huh. portrait photography, those are important pages that you would want to have show up in the results, right? Okay. So, because when I'm coaching people mm-hmm. and I'm helping them uh, clean up their website, because what I find is that people have too many photographs, repetitious, not always their strongest, Mm-hmm. Their about me page is is things like what they like for breakfast and <laughs> their brand of their first camera and things that are not part of a brand, part of a communication of why somebody would want to to hire them as a photographer. Mm-hmm. So I usually take out a lot of fluff that is confusing, unnecessary, not helpful. Right. Um, However, it sounds like having lots of good words is valuable. So is there a a line? Do you want to have a lot of copy in some places strictly for the searchability aspect? Because for me, too much information can make it so that they either get overwhelmed. You know, the the person that might be looking for a baby Mm -hmm. photographer, they're overwhelmed with everything, including a lot of words, or there's so much explanation that they feel like they don't need to contact the photographer Mm. to find out more. And from the standpoint of my five stage system for selling multiple wall portraits and albums to clients, the first step is getting them on the phone. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, thinking there must be a balance and oh and then if I've also with some coaching clients they've said well my SEO person has all of this on here so I'm findable Mm -hmm. and then my thought is well you might be findable but are they contacting you or are they did they learn everything and go great that's everything I need to know so Mm -hmm. do you have a sense of a balance or a suggestion or like can you help me out so I can (laughs) help my people out to do it right Help a sister out. Help um, a sister out. Preach it. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So it is, there is definitely some balance to be struck, right? Like this is what, what I preach in my SEO course is people need information to do business with you, right? And then how much of that, you know, information do you provide? You're going to have to strike that balance. Like, you know, are you going to force them to call you? you know, by leaving too much information off or like what's, you know, where is that balance? But in terms of being a useful website, you know, people are looking for information. And what, what happens is that information is very valuable for when you want to be found using search, right? So let's take an example. So if you're a portrait photographer, let's say baby photographer, right? 
um, you have a page on your website that talks about all your baby info, uh, your baby photography info. You know, you do the on-site optimization for that page, the like the title tag, the H1, all that. You can learn what those are, you know, in from, you know, either online or through my course or anywhere, really. I mean, you can go to moz.com and learn the basics of SEO there. Okay. Uh, But there's a couple of different locations where you'd want to use the term like San Diego baby photography or photographer, right? Mm -hmm. So then from there is your content, right? You have information, maybe general information about you and your studio how long you've been a baby photographer do you have maybe awards or you know something like that if you do want to use that term multiple times but not overbearingly right like and not like unnaturally you you don't want to be like hey i'm a baby photographer and i shoot babies in in san diego and and i'm an award-winning san diego baby photographer right something like text like that content like that is very unnatural you wouldn't want to read that right but if you wrote something like, hey, you know, we've been photographing, you know, babies in San Diego for, you know, two decades now. And we have won awards, but, you know, we, we're not photographers just to win awards. We really care about babies and we really care about the people that we photograph and our clients. And right. But if there's something like that where you're actually talking about what you, your beliefs as a business, right? Right, um, right, right. Got it. Your core yeah. values or something. Yeah. Business. Right. And, then, and then, and then like, you know, continue on with your content, like areas served. Hey, you know, we have this section on our web, on our webpage that says what areas we serve. We serve San Diego and, you know, some of the suburbs around San Diego, like, you know, you can list off like, you know, Hey, we do Temecula or whatever. Right. Right. Um, or you could fly me to China if you want. Or, yes. We do destination <laughs> baby photography. The more you have like the keyword that you're trying to focus on, on your page without being like unnaturally, like not not using it unnaturally, right? Right. Uh, Like stuffing it in every single sentence. Right. The better your chances are for having Google's algorithms detect the the intention of that page, right? The intention of like, okay, oh. Google recognizes the the algorithms recognize that you're using the term baby photography and San Diego multiple right. times on this page. So it's like it can detect the intent of that page. And that's the page that will be returned when someone does a search for San Diego okay. baby photography. So what I what I heard in this, you know, to see if I can summarize, having words that you know are valuable to find, to have your ideal clients find you in ways that don't feel forced and fake and just for SEO, both Mm -hmm. because the clients are not going to be drawn to that kind of languaging. And and it sounds like even the SEO is not going to be tricked. So SEO is the process of optimizing your site. I got it. For search engines, right? So uh, when you talk about like my SEO, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a shorthand term for something that means a little bit, you know, more. Yeah, yeah you do want to optimize for things like Google and Bing or and other search. The Googles and the, the all the search engines. Okay. Yeah, and there's like different ones in Russia and China, like you know, like Yandex and Baidu, and you know, like there's there's a bunch of search engines. DuckDuckGo is like a new kind of up and coming search engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bing has been around. You know, like everyone optimizes for Google because it's you know eighty 
plus percent of you know the the uh, the market. So mm-hmm. cool. You did a good job at not having me, you know, go into tech overload here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so you said there's the platform, you know, the website. That's one part. Mm-hmm. Am I right in that there's another part? Yeah, yeah. So, so what is that other part? So you talked about like how powerful a website is, and that's um, more to do with uh, with your authority on on the internet in general, so, and and how that kind of is detected or determined uh, is by the number of links from other websites to your site. So if a if a website links to your site or like one of your pages on your website, it's kind of like casting like a thumbs up or a vote that Google's algorithm, it crawls the internet, right? And, and, and says, oh, hey, uh, this, you know, this, you know, really cool site here is linking to Lucy Dumas's site. And that is an indication of like a thumbs up or a vote, like okay. a vote of confidence, right? Right. So it's saying, hey, this page over here, we, we, ha- we assign it a certain authority, like a certain value. And that site is linking to Lucy's site. So we're going to give Lucy's site a certain value or authority level. Okay. So for example, when I used to photograph at charity events Mm -hmm. in order to, you know, besides being of service to be present for my charity auction item and help to meet people and, point them over to my table and get them to sign up for either the auction prize or the buy it now. Right. I post those on, on my blog with a link to their association. And if there's a musician and a caterer, then I mention them in my blog. And uh-huh. I noticed when I started to do that, if I Googled myself, those showed up on the top. So are you suggesting that also that would, that upped my standing with the Googles? (laughs) No, actually kind of the other way around. So you want other people to link to your site and and that's, that's what I'm talking about. So other people linking to your site will give you a greater authority. Now you do want to link to other people like that. I I think that's, I think that's, uh, I mean, it's the internet. It's, microcosm or macrocosm based on links right like Mm -hmm. you you link here and then you link here and that's what the web is it's like this one giant spider web right everyone links to each other and that's how people find things so how do you get people to link to your site well it's a it's a little bit of outreach um public you know pr really it's it's uh back in the days we used to uh do all kinds of spammy links like you know linking on people's comments and stuff like that and building links that way that's kind of frowned upon these days so uh, well since about 2012 is mm-hmm. they, they released an, an algorithm update that's if you do spammy link building kinds of things they'll they'll kind of uh, demote you so, but it's it's more of like a pr approach it's reaching out it's it is working with organizations and having them link to your site so if you you know, are someone that's a, you know, photographing for a certain organization. Um, like I just did this thing for Surfrider down in Imperial Beach uh, mm-hmm. the other weekend, uh, last weekend, photographing them. They may take my photo. They actually, they are going to be using my photos. 
And I'm, you know, hoping that they will actually have actually asked them to link to my site uh, from the Surfrider site, right? So Surfrider is, you know, kind of a, a big deal. They have, I haven't looked at their, their website and their authority listing, but they probably have a higher authority. And when they link to me, that's actually a very good link. Okay. So, uh, you know, like an organization um, that's kind of highly regarded, if, if they link to your site, that's going to be a very valuable link. So it's things like that. It's, it's a little bit of outreach. It takes, it takes some effort and takes some work, but it's, um, it's one of those things that it defines what I say is the power or the authority of your website. Okay. So can you think of an example? I can think of easily lots with wedding photographers Um, for a portrait photographer. Can you think of an example of some links, some people that would link to your site? Yeah. So there's a number of different uh, things that you can do there. You know, there's other bloggers. So, you know, this, maybe it's a colloquial term, but mommy bloggers, right? If you're, Uh, uh, if you're photographing for, you know, a a specific uh, blogger, mommy blogger that is, um, you know, has some has a blog, they want to show your photos and, and, and provide a link to your site. You do environmental portrait, like outside, like you're not just a studio like portrait photographer, which, you know, in Southern California, everywhere is your studio, right? Yeah, we're uh, so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could do things like um, having your portrait sessions be in like a, a little boutique store and, and maybe have them link to you um, okay. after they see your photos. Or, I mean, at the very least, uh, have them tweet about the session or post stuff on Facebook. Those don't count towards like traditional search engine optimization because like things like Twitter and Facebook are kind of siloed. They, they don't, those links don't really count when it comes to like Google doesn't really count those links. Okay. So they don't uh, play. They they're, they're like a, together. yeah, they're like, <laughs> in a, like a siloed environment. They don't really like links out from Facebook don't really count. Silo, like, like a grain silo out in the middle of a field. Silo, uh, yeah, like in a good sense, conceptually, they're siloed or, or firewall firewalled off. Yeah, they use what's called no follow links, which Google doesn't count. Okay, I just had not not heard that word silo. So oh, okay, yeah, like, like um, siloed, kind of like like vertically separated from other uh, uh, from other things. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a grain field, like yeah. a silo. Yeah, like a grain, grain field. Silo. Full of words <laughs> and links. Okay, so if someone was a blogger and they did not live in San Diego, but they mentioned me, let's say there was a, a mom blogger, an influencer. Sure, yeah. And used a photograph and linked and said, thanks a bunch for this. Does that still help me even though the blogger is not in my community? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like a link to your site from anywhere in the world is valuable. You know, just sticking with photographers. If a non-photography related website linked to you, is that the the same, you know, like value as a photography related business linking to you? What was the answer? Yes or no? No, the link is still valuable for sure. But there's like, you know, is it going to be the same weight or is it going to be determined, you know, looked at as suspicious? And I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I really, I mean, I don't know if there's any conclusive evidence that supports that. Okay. 
So like a link from, I don't know, like a, a carpenter, like a carpenter's website or like a blogger that talks about boat building or something like okay. that. Okay, because what's going to happen, I'm guessing, is that my name would show up and it would end up going to the boat builder or the boat builder wouldn't have to use some possible good keywords. No, 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 no. It's just a link. I mean, okay. you know, it could be like, Hey, Lucy did a, you know, a session of me and my boat, right? Like, um, ah. she took photos and here's a couple and here's a link to her site. Ah, so then here's an idea for listeners. Every client that you have, find out what they do. Find mm-hmm. out if they have an internet presence. Yes, absolutely. Uh, be yeah. open. You know, I personally do not sell my digital files, but there are occasions when I will let someone use it for a cert- circumstance like that, or I will post on my Facebook and tag them. So there might be a win-win there uh, if you know what people do and if they want to, and if, you know, they're a regular influencer in any capacity it sounds like it's a natural you know, 10 years from now we'll be like oh remember that word influencer <laughs> anyway and how we all despised it yes <laughs> <laughs> well it, it was awesome for a little while does that seem like a simple way that someone could start is if they have clients to within the the scope of getting to know their clients, having that conversation. And- oh, absolutely. Or, or even you could do like just headshots in, in return for, you know, a simple credit under, you know, like if it's someone, if someone's a, maybe you know, they don't have their own website, but they're like a, you know, an executive or an, mm. employee, an employee at that website and they have, and they have a website with bios. They can say, "Hey, this is my this is my headshot that my photographer took, and here's a link to their site." Right? They can give that to their web guy, or if they manage the website, they can do it themselves. Right? Got it. Yeah. So there's many different ways that you can gain links from from your you know clients or working on like even portrait or baby sessions. You know, that's, right? Yeah. You can leverage, for example, if I find out a client has a real estate business mm-hmm. and I'm doing the portraits. And I say, you know, do you have a website? Do you have an internet presence? Do you post blogs and so forth? Um, Because I'd love to, while we're doing the portrait session, I could do a quick update of your executive portrait. And, you know, I'd be happy to do that and give you a website file in exchange. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For my own personal photography, like I, uh, this thing with Surfrider, I, I, you know, I shot them. The, the photos that I took, I, I chose which photos I wanted to be shown and, and I gave them usage rights for mm-hmm. social media and their website. And I said, in order to use these files, in order to use these photos, you know, you have to provide a link to my website. And, you know, if you're going to use them on Instagram, you got to tag me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, they have usage rights that they, they, you know, I didn't sign any copyright over to them. Right. It's all usage. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm completely happy with with having link equity as opposed to getting paid for that because it's part of my overall project right. down in Pearl Beach, anyways. With right. the with the pollution issues down there. Yeah, well, that just opened up a whole new channel of thought and information mm-hmm. and ideas for marketing that I had never even thought of. So, I hope that 
with with weddings with weddings you oh, have, weddings easy weddings are pretty <laughs> easy because you have a lot of vendors that you can share your photos with and say hey this is a photo i'm granting you usage of i would like a credit in return so if right. you're like a harpist or a uh, a flautist uh, that worked <laughs> a wedding or if you're yeah. a caterer or mm -hmm. if you're the venue right Right. Those are all really great ways to get links by wow. applying your photos to those vendors. Wow. Really great way to take my teaching that at another point in the podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you uh, my ne networking that I did that got me to the pretty much the top of the food chain in San Diego with weddings really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, because I, without knowing it, I was a born networker. <laughs> I just I share if I love something and I love somebody and I liked working with them I told all my brides and then that started things rolling in those days back there's those dinosaurs again mm, <laughs> there was not yeah. the internet or that would have been a next perfect progression to get on all of their sites and blogs and and everything so that it ups my searchability so Right, That's right. huge. I don't know if it's blown anyone else's mind, but William, it's it's like opened a whole new door in my head. <laughs> oh, thank you. So we're getting uh, on in time, just about done. But is there any one quick something you want to make sure the listeners know? Yeah, search engines like Google, especially Google, actually, because they're they have such a um, you know unique algorithm. They they want you to think about people first. They don't want you to think about search engines. Mm. They, they don't want you to, like we talked about having overly, uh, overly optimized pages that are like, Hey, I'm a San Diego wedding photographer. Hey, I shoot Go weddings photographs in weddings in San Diego. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that doesn't, that's like, if people read that, they're just turned off. Right. Okay. Yes. So, you know, think about, you know, creating the most useful website. Uh, think about creating the most useful content uh, as opposed to optimizing for a search engine. Optimize for people. Optimize, like, if you're a, a potential client of your own, are you finding the information on your website that you would respond to, right? Right. So it's always put people first. And then you'll get rewarded with rankings. Right. That's that's how I that's how I preach SEO is like Brilliant. think about people first, provide them with good information, and then figure out ways to promote your website. But you, if you put people first, you'll be rewarded with rankings, and that's how you should be think about it. You shouldn't think of it from a term of like uh, um, like an entitled like oh hey I'm a business why why don't I have rankings? You you should be doing the steps that make your website and your presence online your business reflect like what you want to be in the Got world it. so the basic awesome salesperson 101 is relationships and mm -hmm. so it applies to seo mm -hmm. that at this yeah. point you can make your content keyword dense mm -hmm. in a way that is an interesting read and informs the person viewing your site 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, keeping that in mind, just as you're like writing whatever you're writing or your writer is doing it for you, just be sure you pepper in some of those good words in a way that is not so like head slapping ob- obvious. Right. In, in my course, I actually walked through a couple like blog posts and informational yeah. and and show how to craft a page like that. That's not you know, that, that's not unnaturally using keywords, but mm-hmm. like, you know, but is very keyword rich and relevant to whatever you want people to find you for on that page. Okay. Uh, so I actually walked through a whole thing that shows you like how a well-crafted uh, like information page or a blog is. Mm-hmm. You know. Cool. So what I'm hearing from you is that if this is a nice tasty tease, but not everything you need to know, you have a resource that can help them. So how would they find that resource? Oh, uh, yeah. So I do. I, yes, I do. have a course. It wasn't so much a tease, just, you know, like, hey, this is. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> I yes, I do have a course. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's called getnoticed.quantsites.com. And it's a paid course. It's a paid video course. And it's got hours of very basic how to get going. It also I also have like a um, a foundational level, like the the right context to be thinking from uh, even before you get started. It's like how to think of search, like you know how how do people how do people search? Because a lot of people think they know how people search, but people really don't know how people search. So yes. um, so uh, especially when it comes to their their business, because they're like uh, they get a little myopic and they think oh they, people do it this way, and it's usually not. But uh, so, yes, I do have a course. Okay. Um, I think I gave you a discount code if anyone wants yes. it. Yes. Uh, 20% off. So if you put in get noticed 20, the number 20, William has been generous enough to offer my listeners a 20% discount. So basically that's $50 right in your pocket with the get noticed SEO training. And mm-hmm. how else can we... Besides the getnoticed.flauntsite.com, how else can we get in touch with you? You can hit me up on Twitter. I'm uh, at William Bay. Um, I'm using Twitter more and more. I think I have a at Flaunt Sites uh, account as well. We're just getting the at Flaunt Sites uh, social stuff going. Um, <laughs> so I'm on Facebook for just the search for Flaunt Sites. And, okay. Yeah. They can also give me a uh, shoot me an email if you need to. It's it's a little different. It's William at flauntyoursite.com. Uh, That's okay. you know, it's a little bit different, but it's an agency I run. Okay. And that will all be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. You can refer back. So I have one last question for you. Okay. All right. So the name of this podcast is The Profitable Photographer. Yes. And I am going to ask all of my guests to share with me what profitable means beyond money to you probably mm. i think it kind of like falls in the line of like what's what's success uh okay. what do you how do you define success and for me it's um you know i i think looking back and seeing that you've led a fulfilled life uh that you did it with purpose uh, everyone has regrets everyone has uh disappointments and and that sort of thing but i think uh if you look back and you say hey i did that thing uh, mm-hmm. or I, I made a difference here with, uh, with, you know, even one person, right. 
you know, something that you can look back and say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud about that one thing or, right. you know, that those, 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 those things that I did, I'm really proud that that happened. And I think that's a profitable life or a successful yes. kind of a life. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I agree. hundred percent. Well, this has been just delightful and I will have you on another time in the future. If you're, if you're willing. Excellent. And yeah, of course. Dig into something else that usually will, you know, kind of make my eyes roll in the back of my head, but you explain it in such a way that <laughs> I can follow. <laughs> I'm not entirely creative brain, uh, but you know, that that's the one thing about photography that scared me at first. I don't know if anyone else uh-huh. feels this, but one of the reasons I didn't get a good camera for a long time is the technology scared me. And Hmm. when they invented auto features on cameras, (laughs) then I was able to jump in. And then of course, over 37 years, I have learned an F stop from a bus stop. (laughs) Yeah. I know, I know they didn't have auto on, on uh, Hasselblad and I know you shot Hasselblad for a number of years. Yes. For 30, 25 years. Yeah. So you had, you had to get over that really quick. (laughs) Yeah. And there's so much more and then digital came out. And so, but it's awesome. And, and yet, you know, that is something that's different than let's say a painter or a musician mm-hmm. or although musicians, there's technology, but you know, writers, you can use a pen and paper, but as photographers, that's the fun part for some that there's this technical and creative and some it's more fun to do the creative, but we need the technical yeah, it's it's kind of defined my my uh, most of my career choices have been in that kind of same same world. So yeah, I started off as I started off as in, in architecture. So there's very much creative and technical detail uh, there, and then photography, and then web development, and and, and uh, you know search. Yeah, so uh, you know. you're a creative mm-hmm. and a technical guy all rolled into one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, I you know talking about like uh, kind of simplifying the the technical stuff the seo right that's right that's very paramount to how i teach and and how i instruct is is i i do want people to grasp those concepts and and i and i boil it down to just what people need to know right Mm -hmm. um like i've been doing this for a decade the amount of stuff i have in my head you know you don't (laughs) you don't don't need to know yes yeah. yeah Ah, okay. <laughs> Anywho, it has been delightful to talk to you, Mr. William Bay. And when the water gets warmer, maybe you'll come pick me up and we can, I can go boogie board while you ride the wild waves and, and, uh, <laughs> hopefully we got some clean water going in Imperial Beach. Yes. Well, maybe we can go somewhere else. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah. We can do that too. Yeah. We'll go out to Sunset Cliffs or something. Yep. Okie dokie. Well, Next. Thank you again. It has been my pleasure and uh, have a great day today. Thank you. You too. You have been listening to the Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.